Welcome back to Enlighten Up. You are listening to episode 12, Communication with Your Guides, Angels, Numbers, and Synchronicities. We are excited to bring this topic up with you all today. We are going to discuss how do you know when you're being communicated with by an angel or a loved one who's passed on, or perhaps even your higher self? What do the messages look like? In what form do they take? Uh, This is a great one to talk about because there are so many different ways that your angels could be trying to communicate with you. We're also going to share some of our own stories of how we discovered that we were being communicated with and what that actually meant. So let's jump right into the episode and get straight into the topic. Hello everyone, welcome back to our show. This is episode 12 and you are here with myself and my beautiful co-host Lisa Watson and Michael Ronane. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Wonderful. I, you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the day, Michael, where you just come out of the gates like you were just drinking coffee. That's what we need you. We need you to come out with gusto. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm happy to be here. How about that? That's going to be as good as it's going to get today. Well, we, we know you're happy to be here. <laughs> um, so today, our episode topic is communication with your guides and angels. How do you make communication or contact? And how do you know when they're trying to communicate with you? So, uh, Lisa, let's start with you today. Uh, what are your thoughts on this topic? I'm cracking up because I'm holding back the light language right now. <laughs> that's that's one way I know. Like For me, that's what's coming through lately. Whenever I have confirmation of something, they want to... Um, they want to talk so but before all that and and currently um, I don't know I've really just uh, been thinking and learning about it a lot more than than I have but you know my whole my whole life I would say that I have felt that my communication um, with my guides and my angels and you know my higher self has come through my gut You know, I think that that's something that, you know, you have that gut feeling about something like it just is a knowing. Yeah. So that's kind of one indication that you're, you know, being guided. And I find that whenever I don't listen to that, I wished I had even on the the littlest of things. Like, for example, I can recall so many times I've been like at the grocery store, you know, walking up and down the aisles and the days when I my kids were younger and I, you know, had to go the do a big shopping like every week kind of thing and walked up and down every aisle. And I come to an aisle and I kind of look down it and be like, yeah, I don't need anything down there. But have this feeling like that I should go down there and then being like, no, like I'm look again, like, no, don't need anything down there. And then get home and like the, you know, reach for, you know, say a sandwich bag or something and be like, shit, I'm out of sandwich bags. <laughs> and no, that was the aisle that, you know, I, should have walked down and that stuff happened all the time so I've just really learned to kind of really tune in and pay attention to just those little fleeting thoughts that you kind of wonder like why did I think that like I don't that they just pop into your head yeah so I think that's actually good because some people may think that the communication has to be about something really major in their life where it can just be like a really small day-to-day things just to help make your life flow a little easier so that you don't have to like go back to the store and get another item that you could have just got there. So the time saving, uh, all these like little things that can just make your life a little easier. Michael, I- have you had any experience with guidance? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I have an application on my phone that tells me where to go in my car. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I, I could always, I, yeah, I have a gut. It makes choices sometimes, and sometimes they're okay, and sometimes like, what? That was not smart. So I'm like, if it's an angel, I'm like, I got to like figure out if I got a good one. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. So that's good. So why don't we talk about who the guides could be? And our angels and I'll like introduce who the angels are and and all of that. Because when we say guidance, 
fucking with him. <laughs> well, what did you say, Lisa? I said, I think your angels are fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, <laughs> I, totally, I could see it. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I think they actually do that sometimes just to uh, make things a little bit more interesting for us. I've often thought that I've been the butt of many jokes up in the higher realms <laughs> with my life and the way things have turned out. But um, like our guides, when, when we say guides and people out there are wondering, well, what do they mean? Who are these guides? Uh, Lisa, who would you say are some of the guides that could potentially be speaking to you? Well, I believe that we all have our guardian angels. So I believe there's that. And then there's your higher self. And then, you know, obviously to me, Jesus and just, you know, ascended masters and just, you know, I don't know, whoever's up there wants to pipe in, I guess, (laughs) who I'm not that familiar with. So there's also um, animals. Um, We have... If you think back to like Native American um, uh, times and where they, they have deep relationships with the animals and the land and uh, there was a huge respect for animals. Even when they were hunting, there they would uh, there would be ceremonies and uh, blessings of gratitude and appreciation for that animal's life. And they have a lot of... Uh, I don't know how to say it. Um, a lot of details about each animal's spirit and what it means when you start to connect with that spirit, because uh, each animal has certain traits and characteristics and virtues that go along with that animal that each one of us could be um, taking on at certain points in our life. And so for me, I found that when I'm meditating, I will often have certain animals show up in my meditation. And when they do, what I'll do is after the meditation, I'll go and look those animals up and I'll, I'll just type in spiritual meaning of and say it was a fox or a tiger. I'll go and look that up and see how that may be applying to my life or the guidance that that animal might be trying to show me at this particular time. But also we have um, our angels are there to protect us and so are our guides and so we actually do even have animals that come in to be our protectors uh, in the higher realms and to keep us from maybe making choices that are going to be harmful to us or not the best choices so that's one that's another aspect of the guides that is I think a really um, important one yeah, if, when things show up like in my life consistently or, you know, like a, a bug or a dragonfly lands on you or, you know, you have a centipede climbing up your wall. Yeah, or, you, know, you had one that, this morning. I know. And you had one the other day. Yeah, I wasn't um, happy about that. I just, I now pay more attention to those things than I used to, you know, um, thinking that it was just whatever, just an animal. But now, you know, for a while when I, a couple years ago, um, when I first, when I got divorced and I moved into my own place and everything, I kept having dragonflies show up. I mean, I felt like they were following me. I would open my front door and there would be a dragonfly literally just right there waiting for me to open the door, just like humming, looking at me. And I would go for a run. And when I would come back, like the dragonfly would show up, you know, and like almost greet me as I returned home or it just seemed like they were always around. And so I looked, you know, looked up the symbol for dragonfly and um, there's a lot of different things that they represent, but one of them is just you're evolving and um, it just has to do with um, opening up basically. And I felt like that is exactly what was happening to me that I was, you know, starting to evolve and open up spiritual more spiritually. And the dragonfly was a symbol of that for me. Yeah. You know, okay. So to our listening audience, just before we actually started recording this podcast, uh, we were talking about awareness and how much when we have awareness, how much that can actually enhance our lives and, and help us out. And, having awareness of these possible signs around you and how it may be tying into what's going on in your life right now, the more you start to pay attention, 
the more you're going to get the guidance, right? Like I feel like the more we pay attention, the more it shows up. That's how I felt. Like I'm just getting way more signs now that I'm paying attention or maybe they were always there. I wasn't paying attention before. Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. Michael's just... Yeah, I, I, I don't understand that. I mean, okay, if I start thinking everything that I see is some sort of spiritual guide, I'm just going to end up walking in circles. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a bug or uh, a cat or a okay. dog or, you know, whatever. No, that's so it's a like, good how point. Do you guys, how do you guys know in a way that, that something has significance versus I'm just like, you know, there's, an, there's a squirrel running around my yard? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, So... Think about what were you just thinking? What was there? Was there a conversation you were just having with someone when the animal showed up? Um, you know, those kind of things can play um, a big a big factor in in how you can discern whether it's um, guidance or it's just the animals running around outside. <laughs> I think it has to do with your gut as well, like what. Like sometimes I, you know, see animals or whatever and I don't really pay attention. And other times I'm like, I think that it means something maybe because my gut's telling me that it does. Or like Nicole said, maybe there's something on my mind or I'm, you know, I have a question about what's going on in my life right now. Or maybe I've been praying for guidance, you know, and then these things start showing up. So yeah, just to on your level of awareness at the time, I think. And also um, how many times that animal showing up in a very short period of time can also be a good indicator. So um, for instance, maybe you see um, a rabbit outside and you haven't seen a rabbit in a really long time. And then like the next day you see another rabbit somewhere else and then someone starts talking about rabbits to you. That might be a good indication that you may want to start looking up what rabbit means because there may be a message from the rabbit to you on what could be helpful in your life. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Now, relationship to angels, like, is it like an angel possessed rabbit? Is that what you're trying to say? No, 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 no. So the animals... <laughs> like, 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 like Daenerys on a dragon, you got like an angel riding a rabbit around. <laughs> No, uh, that's funny though. Um, no, it's just animals have their own guidance to offer us through their own spirit, like what they represent. So um, it's just another um, layer in the guidance toolbox. Angels are in there as well. So, um, what's going on? Who's Lisa talking to? My kitty's to? going crazy right now, June. I'm like, I think there's a fairy in the room. She's like running around chasing nothing. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> but she sees something. I don't know what she sees. Anyway, sorry, I got a little distracted there. Get back on, Nicole. I'm saying, Nicole. I don't even know where we left off. <laughs> June, what are you doing? Hold on, let me look up what cats are trying to tell you. Oh, yep, to fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. How do your angels speak to you besides um, maybe... Like, how, how do you think your angels speak to you, Michael? If you were to have an angel speak to you, how do you think they would speak to you? I mean, I, if, if I was very narcissistic, I could think that the, that, that uh, I got my own angels like kicking it and like helping me make wise decisions and, and doing things in life. But then I, you know, uh, I see people that have great lives, really spiritual and just make really bad decisions and end up in a worse place. So it's like, I'm not sure. I, I just don't know if it's like, I feel like people who like, let's say they win the lottery and they go, oh, thank you, God, you, I won the lottery. And I'm thinking it was just random numbers you picked. And like everybody who wins thinks that God or a divine intervention was into it. Everybody who loses thinks, oh, well, it, you know, my, I didn't pick the right ones. God, God didn't answer my prayers or whatever. And That's so sometimes, I, yeah, and sometimes I think that pe when pe good things happen in your life, it, uh, you're kind of looking for some sort of above and beyond human type reason to give it acknowledgement but like when bad things happen i mean it, 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 it's like you don't think where, it's where's, exactly where's the excuse on that one kind of thing 
like when you know one team wins the football game and right. is like thanking God, and the other I, team loses. Like I, so, did God? I literally just saw a meme of of Jesus and um, the the I think it's the Hindu god, the elephant with a bunch of arms. The Ganesh. Yeah, by like fighting. <laughs> And it was like two, and then like the next, the, like the next frame was like two people praying, uh, uh, you know, I hope we win this war or I hope I win that war or something like that. And it's like, that's probably what a lot of people think. And, and this is why even in high school, my, my high school, we, we, um, I was on the football team and we actually did pray before the, before the game. Uh, and I'm like going, okay, what, what if they do the same thing? <laughs> It's like God's gonna flip a coin, or it's like these angels against those angels. I mean, where is it? Where does it stop? That's yeah. I think we have this idea when we pray though for a specific outcome, and we, you know, that's the ego. You know, right. the ego believes, you know, winning the lottery is a, you know, a great thing or whatever. Not to say that it isn't, but that that's something that God would give you. But but we don't believe that a broken leg or a car accident could also be an answer to our prayers. And maybe that broken leg or that car accident are what helped truly change the course of our life um, into something better. So, you know, we judge, we're so busy judging things as being good and bad that, you know, I think that that's where things get, we get confused about, you know, whether our prayers are being answered or not where some of the worst things that happen to us end up being the best thing that ever happened to us. And you hear people say that all the time. You know, I lost my job and and why would God do this to me? And then you, you know, a year later, oh my gosh, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. I have a much, you know, better job now, or, you know, I feel healthier, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's like, that's one side of it. And I think there's also the side of it that, um, you know, we forget that, we actually control our reality through our level of consciousness. And so if our energy level is really funky, um, say you've got a team and you're all praying, but you're all like in a really funky mood, well, you're praying by putting all that funky energy into it. So you're only creating the outcome with that energy. You're never going to get the energy, like the outcome that you're maybe striving for if you're not even aware of what you're putting into it. Does that make sense? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I think I know what you mean, but I'm not sure how, how clear that is as far as the energy that you're putting out. I mean, I get that, that whatever energy you put out is the energy that you're going to receive back. Yeah. So if you're putting it, if you're putting really, um, negative energy, not realizing that, okay, you're all in like this, say you're a team, you've been on a bit of a losing streak and, um, you, you're, you're trying to like come out of that losing streak, but you're kind of in this desperation you don't have the faith that you would if you were on a winning streak so your level of energy is lower and you're going to inject that energy into this uh prayer that you're you're putting out um hoping for a different outcome and that energy can't create an outcome that's more positive you need positive energy to create a positive outcome so that makes sense okay so that's that's what i'm talking about and Um, I think mm, a lot of people don't understand their role in uh, what they're putting out there and how that can actually affect your reality. We really are the creators creators of our own world. And so we have to be really uh, aware of our our contribution. We can't just put it all on like the higher realms. (laughs) Right. And we have certain, you know, life experiences that we need to go through. Not everything can be you know, unicorns and butterflies all the time. And that doesn't mean that God isn't there or God doesn't love you. It's just our experience. And so, so the, I'm, I, I got to, I'm a little bit confused myself. Uh, um, I guess the difference when I'm relating what you guys are talking about back to our subject, meaning like mainly uh, angels and higher self, like you're, you're saying follow in a way, follow your, your gut instinct, uh, positive, you know, positivity and stuff like that. And we've been talking a lot about that in the last few months. Um, what is the difference of, say, your your higher self and discernment versus what you guys believe, like an, like angels trying to influence you? Angels aren't trying to influence you. They're offering guidance. Uh, 
Well, what's the difference between influence and guidance then? <laughs> well, let's take it or leave it. They, they don't, it's, you have free will. They're, yeah. I don't, they don't really have an opinion about, I don't well, think. Well, they do. They, by, by, hence, by guiding, I believe that's kind of like an opinion, isn't it? Like, I'm, I'm guiding you over here. My opinion is you should go over here. They're, they're trying to serve you to your highest good. So you can choose whether or not you want to listen to that or not. And the same thing with your higher self. Yeah. So why do you need both? Or, I mean, maybe you don't need both. I don't know. I'm just asking. I think they're all on the same team. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why do you need – okay, how about this? Why do you need a team? <laughs> it's like, it's like, that, uh, like would your higher self not be able to do this job solo? Is uh, I'm, just, I'm just asking out of theory, if you will. Why would you want to do it by yourself? Meaning your higher self. Yeah. Like, does your higher self have like tools that they or that, that they need the assistance and the help of angels as well? No, I don't think it's about that. I just think, think about if you could have more help, why not have it? Why only take it from one place? I mean, yeah, I, I know. I can understand that. I'm just saying in your guys' opinion, why? I, okay, never mind. So the more the barrier, I get it. <laughs> The yeah. more the barrier. Yeah, no, just, I, see, I, I got, see what you're trying to team, say. I got team angel with a coach of a higher self. Is that what's going on? <laughs> I think that each... Um, okay, so whether it's your angels or different guides, ascended masters, animal spirits, that sort of thing, whoever it is, I feel like everyone has their own unique abilities to bring to the table. And so when you can have all these different ways of being communicated to, it just allows you to have a br broader scope of w of how to communicate, how to listen, how to take in information, how to assimilate that information. So I think it just helps you expand your awareness, your consciousness, and how you're going to communicate. Do you guys feel like you would know the difference if it comes from, let's say, an angel versus your higher self? No. I don't I don't think it I don't think it matters. Yeah, I don't well, think it matters so much. I think people are able to like some people are able to say, "Oh, that was Archangel Michael telling me to do this." Um because they've built up enough of a relationship they know like hey, so every everyone including like angels and guides have their own energy signature. And when you start to pay attention to the energy coming through, like maybe your um, every time Archangel Michael speaks to you, you get like this tingling on your right arm. And every time um, someone else speaks to you, you get like um, your your face goes numb or something like that. Because one of our friends that happens to her. And so but that's someone else. So when you start to pay attention to like, say, what the signals are that you know that that energy is coming in. Uh, that's how you can start to discern who the actual um, energy is. But that's more like angels, you know, one oh two oh two. I mean, that's once you really start to develop a relationship. I think. Yeah, at first and you won't really know. Um, yeah, and, unless you have like some major, quick, fast awakening, um, like growth spurt. Yeah. <laughs> And, you, and also you have to get to know, you know, like you said, Archangel Michael, like you would have, have to, you know, you can pray to certain angels, you can ask your higher self, you can ask Jesus, you can ask your guides, you know, um, so you can ask, there's just, it's like, it's just like being down here on earth and saying, okay, I'm going to call my friend Nicole, or, you know, I'm gonna call Michael, or I'm going to call Stephanie and get their opinion or have them help me with this. It's the same thing. They just don't have bodies, but there's a whole bunch of souls up there that are there for you to communicate with. So there's certain energies up there that are better dealing with this situation versus that situation is kind of like what you're saying. Yeah, some specialize in some areas more than others. And the difference between an archangel and an angel is? It's like Nicole's. It's like rank. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't there. believe that. I think that's a. I think that's a human projection. 
Um, I believe all angels are part of the same energy. It's just we identify them in a certain way because it helps us. But um, I, I think it's all coming from the same energy uh, that they're – who's moving their mic around? <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah, I, I just I, – I don't, I don't think it's like – an archangel is better than just a regular angel. Like, I think they're just all angels, but I think it helps us identify in a way for us to feel like we know what's going on, you know, add that human Hmm. aspect to it. Hmm. Yeah. And okay. So switching uh, a little bit here, I wanted to also talk about, um, you know, we talked about animals as being, you know, symbols um, from your guides, but also numbers. And I know you've mentioned that, Michael, that we always, Nicole and I always seem to think a number means something, right? But you ever find yourself, like, every time you look at the clock, it's the same. Like, you see, you know, 333 every day or 1111. Or, you know, you look down at your phone and you've got, you know, it's 44 degrees out and 44% battery life. And it's, you know, 344 in the afternoon or something. You know, that's another way that, angels communicate with you is through numbers mm-hmm. and and numerology and what those numbers mean okay the significance that they have we have an actual really funny story to share with everyone about this so it 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 does have to do with numbers in a way but not literally because it has to do with a license plate um but oh, gosh <laughs> so if anyone of our listeners remember from episode six, Lisa's boyfriend, who is now her husband. <laughs> so let's just give a congratulations to Lisa and Brian, who just recently got married. Um, we are so happy for you because we do love Brian, don't we, Michael? Obviously, they were inspired by my uh, my viewpoints on love from the earlier <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We owe it all to you, Michael. You got it. Well, you're welcome. I expect a we check. Love, yeah. We love Brian and the fact that he is the true mayor of Skeptic Town. So. Yes, he is. Married, I married a true skeptic. <laughs> Good for you. But he's a skeptic who is accepting of all that we talk about in what everything you believe, right? Like he doesn't. Yeah. 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 He's he's open and. He respects me and the fact that I believe this stuff, but that doesn't mean that he does. But he's okay, you know, he doesn't really make me feel like I'm an idiot or anything. (laughs) You're you're a crazy kook. He's just like, you know, he just just says, I'm going to math and science it. You do what you want. I'm math and sciencing this shit. (laughs) Yeah. So speaking of math and science, so... Lisa and I and Brian were in a car and we were on the highway and we were having a conversation about spirituality and science and how the discussion was basically on how, you know, is science more right than spirituality and how it can um, solve things or understand things. And concrete. Yeah. You have something to, you know, wrap your head around, something you can put on paper. Yeah. And of course, you know, the discussion's getting a little passionate on both ends. Not not angry. We just, you know, we're passionate about what we say and what we believe. And um, Lisa and I were kind of going back and forth with Brian. And, you know, he's he's convinced that science is the way to understand things and, you know, prove things. And it was we were on the highway. We were kind of in traffic. And then we finally were getting off on our exit. And as we're in mid-discussion and Lisa and I are trying to explain spirituality, uh, a car pulls in front of us and Brian, Brian says... "It's like, look at the license plate. And so we all stop and the license plate literally says science. <laughs> See, there you go. Case folks. End of the podcast, guys. <laughs> well, you know, Nicole and I's view of that was... Wow, our angels are funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like, they're having a good time with us on this one. But, you know, let's think about it. Could science prove the reason why that car pulled in front of us and had a license plate that said science on it at that very time where we were arguing about spirituality and science? 
Science couldn't prove that, but spirituality could. <sighs> or mere coincidence, and I do, unlike spiritualists, believe in mere coincidences. Okay, are you going to tell me that it is a coincidence that someone has a license plate science and it yes, just so happened science. to pull in front of us at that time? Yes, and your guys' number theories, the only reason, like, I've always kind of, like, rolled my eyes whenever you guys talk about your numbers is, like, I look at it as, like, if you want to look for something, you will find it. For example, like, when you buy a Volkswagen Bug, all of a sudden, you see Volkswagen Bugs all the time on the road, just because you have an, you're, you have that in your mind, and you're recognizing that. And like, uh, I see my car, I bought a new car a few months ago, I see it all the time now. And it's like, I've never noticed it before. But now because of uh, I have that car, I see it all the time. If I all of a sudden, in my opinion, take a look at it and go, oh, it's 11 o'clock. Oh, it's 11, 11. Oh, boy. And then like uh, for some reason, four hours later or whatever, I'm like, going, oh, my gosh, it's 311. There must be something to it. I, I don't know. I mean, that's just coincidence to me. Uh, okay, you have a valid point um, on the fact that when you are thinking about something, it's like the pregnant woman. As soon as you become pregnant, all of a sudden you see pregnant woman, ev pregnant women everywhere. Uh, so right. you're you're in your you are creating that within your energy field that you're going to start to pull in. You're going to be like become a magnet for that kind of stuff. So you're now like a magnet for that your your car because you're you're in it. You constantly you're thinking about it, right? So yeah, you're going to see it everywhere, just like with the pregnant woman. Uh, you're pregnant and all, you're always thinking about being pregnant. So you're going to start to see pregnant women everywhere. So that's actually a, a good point. However, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> you convinced me. <laughs> no, this is different because the, the chances of seeing a pregnant woman around are a lot higher than seeing a license plate that says science on it that comes out in front of you um, at the very same time that you're speaking about science and spirituality. Like that so example, I, another example. So I've had this, I have this problem with my back that I've had for like over a year now. <clears throat> and sometimes it really, really hurts. And I had gone to get a massage one day my back was I was in the car driving for a long time out looking at some houses for real estate and I'm like <clears throat> I can't do this anymore I'm so uncomfortable so I stopped by the mall and I went and got this Chinese massage from these guys that do a great job and so I go to get get the massage I go to get back in my car and my back is still hurts as badly as it did before and I can barely like lean to close my car door and I just start crying and I'm so frustrated. I've had this back pain for like over a year. And I'm just like praying. I'm frustrated. I'm just praying for help and like, you know, to make help get my back better and figure out what's wrong with me. And I have my eyes closed and I had turned, I guess I had turned the key on my car, but I hadn't started my car yet. I was sitting in the parking lot. And then all of a sudden I just opened my I open my eyes and as the first thing I see, I look and I see my um, odometer and on there it says it's 44 degrees out and it's 444 in the afternoon. And that's just, to me, I felt like that was my angel speaking to me. Like I all of a sudden saw all these fours and, you know, if you look up you can Google it, you know, and there's many websites that tell you the meaning of numbers, but four is basically represents that your angels are there, that your guides are with you and that you're, everything's okay, that you're on the right path and everything's okay. And to me, that was just really comforting. I felt like somebody was listening to me that my, you know, it was like I was praying and I was talking to the higher realms and they were trying to communicate back and let me know that, you know, we're listening to you and everything's okay. We're here. So, you know, is that a coincidence that just in the middle of praying, you open your eyes and there are all these fours in front of you? Or, you know, does it mean something? But to me, it means something. And I have to believe that my angels and my guides don't have a body, so they can't, you know, talk to me. So they have to find different ways to communicate and let me know that they're there. And I believe that they do that through numbers and through gut feelings and through 
animals and different things like that. Yeah, the repeatable sequences of things are really good signs that you're being communicated to. Now, they and your angels will actually um, alter how they're communicating with you and how you decide to pick up these signals. So if you are someone who really likes to get your answers from the clock, like on your phone, whether it's from the, the temperature, the battery life, and the time, then they'll start communicating you that way. One of our friends is she's a singer and she gets communicated a lot through songs on the radio uh, where she'll hear songs that she's never heard or hasn't heard in a really long time just as she was having a thought about something. And they'll, and they'll actually come up several times within a day um, and she'll know that that's the, what the lyrics within that song were trying to communicate a message to her. Uh, that's another way. So you find out as you as an individual what works for you and the way that you want to accept these messages and then they're gonna like start to change and alter it to suit you as as how you want to receive your communication that makes total sense yeah and so since michael hasn't um decided that he wants to receive the communication yet <laughs> oh, put it all on me now <laughs> I feel like you have received some guidance, though, and I think that you in some way believe that you have received it, but you're just not completely convinced because it hasn't happened in um, a continuous, like, repeatable frequency that makes it feel like it's concrete now. Perhaps. I'll let you know. But yeah, the numbers, I don't pay attention to time too much in my life. So perhaps that's what it is. And, you know, it's always 92 degrees here, it seems like. So that doesn't change too much. But didn't you actually pray to someone to ask for help? And didn't it kind of come? Pray to someone? The didn't only thing you I ask? Pray to would be God. Well, you asked. Okay, let's just say you asked. Pray, ask, had a conversation that you would like some guidance. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I was like, you know, I, I need to make a decision. So I was like, seek any kind of help. I'm like, yo, anything. Come on. Let me know. Yeah, and, so you tried uh, it. And, 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 and I don't know if it came through, but, but, uh, well, okay. Yes, I guess. If I know what you're talking about now, I think. You're talking about my friend? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So let's just, let's just take, I'll take my skepticism hat off and just say, let's just say, Fully, I'm on board on the Nicole and Lisa crazy train. Uh, <laughs> it's a fun ride, the crazy train. <laughs> I mean that in the most positive light. There you go. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, I was like, okay, let's let's give this uh, higher self or some sort of discernment a chance here uh, and really go for it. And I was like lost because I had to make made make a major life decision a few weeks ago in my in in my life. Um, and so I really wanted to make sure I was making a, a smart decision. And, uh, so I was like anything, anything to help me, anything to influence me. Cause my gut, if you will, uh, was torn on one side versus the other to go for it or not go for it kind of thing. Uh, and those are the toughest decisions in, uh, that we all probably face on us, uh, in our lives. Well, some of the toughest. And so, I just really wanted, I just wanted somebody to pretty much tell me what to do instead of like let my own gut decide because I was, a, uh, I just wasn't sure if I had good discernment. Uh, so literally somebody told me, <laughs> uh, and, and it was after I made up my mind and I, um, was moving forward with what my decision and, and I went to my, a friend of mine who, I know it's spiritual like you guys in a different kind of sense, but like I didn't seek him out just because uh, I wanted his advice. I didn't. I just wanted to tell him what I was going to do. I wasn't like asking him what should I do. It was more like, okay, well, I want to. I wanted to let you know that I made a decision. Blah blah blah. And so when I told him my decision, he was like, "No, man." <laughs> like what? <laughs> He's like. No, I, I, I get this. I, this feelings come over me. It's not, that's not a good choice. That was not a good choice on your part. And I'm like dismayed because as much as like, I love to be the skeptic. Um, if you guys are correct on, on half the stuff you guys say, it's like, okay, I really do probably should pay attention to this because he's quite spiritual himself in that. 
And so he explained his reasonings and, and it had, you know, a lot to do with the, the spiritual feeling he gets, if you will. Um, and I'm like, ah, and so we, after dinner, I'm like, I, I already made a decision. I'm like, what, what, I don't know if I can go back. And he's like, you know what, I'm going to go home. I'm going to meditate for a while. And before midnight, I'll give you my answer. I'll text you my answer. I'm like, uh, okay. And so around 1153 that night, I get a, don't do it, bro. <laughs> I'm like, God dang it. So I had a horrible night's sleep and I'm just tossing and turning, not sure what to do. And like the next morning, uh, his, his wife, who's quite spiritual too, he, he called me and he goes like my, my wife literally woke up and the first thing she did, she rolled over and told me, tell Michael right now not to, not to do this. And you know, and I'm like, fine, that's enough. That's enough messaging. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, go do the opposite of what I was going to do the day before based off of this. So that was me doing a little bit of a leap of faith on for you guys. So give yourself a round of applause for breaking through on some of my skepticism <laughs> uh, and really uh, kind of going for, okay, if, if you guys are right, like on like half the things you say, then I should probably listen and not be so bullheaded and, you know, go the opposite direction. But so, I yes, I, I, the... I'll give you credit, Nicole. You're right. <laughs> no, but okay. But one of the parts well, that you but, didn't. But there was no, but there's no number saying, yo, you got to talk to this guy because you saw 11 three times. <laughs> no, but okay. Well, but you don't. That's not your, you're not open to that. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you missed a part of this story, though, that is also strongly making the story kind of like not coincidence, but something that was divinely orchestrated so that you could get this message. This oh yeah. So he did tell me, my friend did tell me, he goes, I don't know why, but like I was supposed to go out to dinner with my wife and some other people. And for some reason I felt like I just wanted to go out to dinner with you. And he goes, I, we were meant to talk tonight. This is important. I, w I was meant to come out and see you for dinner. And like that, that actually did kind of like strike a nerve in me, like a, uh, like a, wow, he, you could be right. Because I mean, I always, I, I always was a person that didn't believe in fate and destiny and I'm still battling if I do or don't. And like, but just for hearing people like that, that are so passionate and believe like this isn't, this was just not just random, Michael. This was like, I don't know why it came over me, but I, I needed to go to dinner with you. That speaks a lot to me. That does speak a lot to me, I have to admit. Uh, so, fine. I'm, Brian's going to have to take over my position, Lisa. I'm going to retire. Yeah. I think that we're going to retire, have... grow a beard, go to India, and call it a day. We have a retired skeptic after only less than six months. <laughs> well, we're going to bring Brian on. He'll be our... <laughs> skeptic and then in six months we might have to get another one up yeah well no i mean i'm not fully on board with, like i said half the stuff you guys said well he's not carrying rocks around in his pocket yet so oh yeah yeah he's okay he, yep he's more of a skeptic than me because i literally am so there you go trust me he's way more of a skeptic than you <laughs> so like the, 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 the moral of the story here is you asked for the guidance, which is number one, if you want help, you have to ask for it. Um, that's free will, the law of free will. No one can interfere in your life without you actually asking for the help. Uh, that's a divine cosmic law. And then once you've asked for the help, then you have to be open to receiving it. And because Michael, you're not really into receiving it through numbers. It's not your thing. They came through this way in the form of your friends or people that you respect, uh, which makes sense because you listen to a lot of the stuff that Lisa and I tell you like off like off these podcasts and you've been saying that some of the stuff has really been helping you and so I think that's a lot of where your divine guidance is going to come through other people but divinely orchestrated through the higher realms of making sure that you connect with those people so that you get the messages I would agree can't dispute that 
Yeah. So everyone's going to be individual on how they get their messages, how you're being communicated with. But, you know, stay open. There's various ways that you can be communicated with, um, as we discussed today. So look for repeating things. So, you know, it's not just about you look out your window, you see a squirrel in a tree and like, oh, squirrel's trying to tell me a message, you know, um, it, it's like if you start seeing squirrels everywhere or say squirrels come up in conversation or like on a TV show, like, it's, I don't know. Anything or one jumps repeating. out of a tree and lands on your head or something. Yeah, that's a different, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but look for repeatable um, uh, signs. Look for uh, things that maybe link up with your thoughts. If you're thinking about something and certain numbers are showing up the same like the same numbers when you're having these thoughts there might be a message there and if you want to if you if you're someone who wants to start um, paying attention uh, the best thing to do is just go to Google and type in spiritual meaning of and whether it's an animal whether it's a number um, you know that's I think the best way and these these things can also come into your dreams or in your meditation. So if you have things that show up in your meditation, maybe it's um, a fruit. Like maybe, like I once had cherries come to me and it was so random. I thought, that's weird. Why am I thinking about cherries? And so then I went to go look it up and there was actual meaning behind it that made sense that applied to what was I was actually um, looking for guidance on. Mm-hmm. So you just never know. And I think journaling is also a great idea to journal a little bit, you know, every day and write the things down because as you pay attention and you start, you know, writing them down, you'll start to see patterns and that like Nicole said, you know, that's like, say your angel's signature. That's how they're trying to communicate with you. And if you go back and read what you journaled or your dreams as well, you know, writing down what you see in your dreams or your meditations or, and then you'll say, oh my gosh, the, you know, the last time I was feeling this way and asking for guidance, the same type of stuff showed up. So that's just how you can start figuring it out and figuring out what, how your angels are communicating with you. Yeah, journaling is really great for that. And it's like when you were talking earlier, Mike, about how you, know, you drive your car and now you see all your car, your car everywhere. Well, the more you start paying attention to this stuff, the more it's going to show up for you because you're open to it. You're allowing it into your energy field. So, so yeah, so that's how you can get um, guidance through your angels, guides. And your guides could be like loved ones who've passed on. It could be your grandma. It could be your grandpa. could be an aunt who's passed away. You know, um, they're, they're also there to help guide you as well. Uh, So that, that could be a form of guidance. Absolutely. Do you guys have any like um, major uh, like earlier stories of guidance where you're like, oh my gosh, clearly that's from uh, or like angels are clearly helping me out on this one. Like, like, you know, other than the stories that we've already told about, you know, numbers and different. Well, I know, I know. I mean, like something like besides numbers, like that had the spiritual meaning of like, you know, something that really has influenced uh, something major in your life. I'm just curious. I mean, if if not, so be it. Yeah. Yeah, actually I do. (laughs) Jesus told me to move to Boulder. That influenced my life. Right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So maybe to meet Brian, you never know. I mean, I guess you got, you got things like that in life. I mean, we always like say, okay, the reason why I got fired from this job was that, but like, I'll, there's also a lot of miserable stories where it, 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 there's people that got fired, lost their wife, lost their family, and end up like in a very dark place, and sometimes take their own lives. I've known three people like that in my entire life, and it's like so. So when things happen, it doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, uh, that was supposed to happen. I don't. This is where I like I lose faith on like it was supposed to happen. Oh, and now you are gone. So this is why it's like it's nice to hear the opposite side of the stories. Well, I have one. So about a year ago, I was in meditation and I was connecting with my, my inner child, and um, which is really good for, for healing um, older wounds or just even reconnecting with that part of you, like that child part of you. And uh, we were in a forest, and her and I. I'm were just... sorry. Time out. Time out. Now we have an inner child too. 
<laughs> oh yeah, well, another podcast. So, Jeez. so her and I are sitting on on this tree branch in this kind of in this forest, and we see smoke coming up in the distance. And um, it was during the afternoon, and so we thought, oh, but we knew it was coming from like a bonfire. It wasn't like there was something on fire, trees or something like that. So. We hop off the tree and we go to check it out and we come into this clearing and there's this there's this um, fire in the center, this bonfire. But when I look into the bushes, like for some reason, I looked into the bushes and I see a pair of eyes staring back at me. And this man walks out from the bush up to my child self version of me and me. And he's wearing um, he kind of looks more. Uh, from say Central America uh, region he's darker skinned he's got kind of like war paint underneath his eyes all wearing like kind of white feather and fur dress Um, and so comes out and my child self says to me who's that and I said I don't know and he looked at me and he says yes you do and I thought, nope, pretty sure I don't. <laughs> and he said to me, ask Chanda, she'll tell you. And he had some messages for me, which he told me, and I wrote them down in my journal. And so um, I went to go see my friend Chanda, who is, um, I guess, what many people would call psychic. And I told her about this and she's like, oh, he told you to, to tell me. And I said, yeah. And in my mind, the name Michael came into my mind. And just as I, that name came into my mind, she goes, does the name Michael mean anything to you? And I thought, oh my gosh, that's weird. I was just going to say his name. That name just came into my head. She goes, yeah, his name's Michael and he's showing up that way to you. Um, so she's like, okay, let's get you on the table and, and do some healing work. So she was doing some, oh, and I told her that he had some rings on his finger. And I didn't tell her, like which hand, I didn't tell her how many rings, because um, that was a distinct thing that showed up in my meditation. We're lying on the table, or I'm lying on the table, she's doing some Reiki on me, and she's saying to me, okay, Nicole, he's trying to send you a message right now, but he says you're too much in your head, like you keep blocking the thoughts. And I said, oh my gosh, that's really weird, because I was just having the thoughts, like, Nicole, just relax, like, let it, like, let your thoughts go so you can just enjoy this moment of healing. And she's like, yeah, he's putting his hand up, his right hand, and I see three rings on his hand saying, she's just not letting me in. And I looked at her and I said, I never told you he had three rings on his right hand. She goes, well, that's what I saw. And I said, okay. So that was another confirmation for me that I knew I was being connected with, like, that to let me know that that was real. So she said, okay, he's letting you know that in the next couple of weeks, he's going to send you another message and it's going to be so obvious. It's going to be like flashing Broadway lights obvious. And I said, okay. So she goes, so just be open to that. And I said, all right. So a couple of weeks goes by and her and I are getting ready to go down to New Mexico for this yoga and music festival. And the day before we leave, I go into a, my, a coffee shop. I was really craving a croissant. And I like, you know, this place has really good croissants. I'm going to go in there. So I walk in and there's no one in the place except the barista and some man who I think owns the place who's standing um, in between the counter uh, of where I am and where she is. And so she's talking to me and she's asking me like how I am. And I tell her I'm about to go to New Mexico the next day. And she's like, oh, where? And I said, Santa Fe. And she's like, oh, that's great. She starts talking all about it telling me these things and so I was like okay and then I got the croissant I said well thanks very much you know um like have a great day and as I'm about to leave the man pipes decides to speak for the first time and he says oh he goes do you like breakfast I thought yeah I I like breakfast (laughs) and he goes you need to go to this really great breakfast spot they only serve breakfast and it's only open until I think two in the afternoon um and it's it's called Michael's Cafe and I was like, oh, OK, cool. I'll, I'll check it out. He goes, he tells me where it is, like in the town and, and what to look for. And I said, OK, cool, thanks. And so I walk out and I don't think anything of it. 
So the next day, um, my friend Chand and I were on the road and we're traveling down to New Mexico. And I'm telling her how it was, oh, apparently there's this really cool breakfast place we need to go to when we're down there. And she goes, oh, really? What's it called? And I said, Michael's Cafe. And as soon as I said it to her, it hit me. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I go, do you think do you think that's the message? And she's like, she looked at me and she's like, maybe. And so I decided to Google map it. And so I went and I looked on on Google map to see where this thing was. And I couldn't find anything called Michael's Cafe. I did find this cafe, though, that when I did type in Michael's Cafe, another name came up, which I thought was really weird. It was at the exact location that this man was telling me. So I'm like, okay, but it's not it's not called Michael's Cafe. And so then I scroll down. You know how you can see the address? of the um, actual cafe. I looked in the address and in the address it said Michael's Cafe at 1616 St. Michael's Street. (laughs) And I thought, okay, that's pretty obvious for me. And I just started laughing and I showed Chan and she goes, yep, there's your message. And I'm like, yep, he's just letting me know he's here. You know, just, he was letting me know this is how I'm communicating with you. And it was just, you you can't make this stuff up. And so... Um, that was one way that Archangel Michael was, was talking to me. So I wonder if you would talk to me in my Spanish class, sophomore year of high school. <laughs> what? Why? Why? Well, did you, had, where did that just come from? I had 18 guys in that class. It was an all boys school and seven of them were named Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Including yourself? Including myself, which is why I changed myself to Miguel. <laughs> Oh, that's why. That's where Miguel Miguel comes from? A lot of aliases. Yep. Oh, we finally found the root of that name. Well, that's root of Miguel, my first name, but my my other name that you guys know, um, that's a whole new story. Funny, other story. I know these names. I can't keep track. Yeah, so many (laughs) alter egos. I'm like, you know, like like Jesus. He's got like 15 different names too, huh? (laughs) Fernanda. This is true. This is true. So well, how do you, th- you you think Michael was trying to talk to you to let you know? You know what? Yeah. Could have been. Let me know that. I need to speak freaking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the, the, the number 11 um, is, is um, supposed to be a symbol of your twin flame. It's a twin flame number. And... I don't, I don't know, maybe we haven't talked about twin flames, but twin flames are what a lot of people think a soulmate is, but it's really a twin flame. So I believe that Brian is my twin flame. And we just got our wedding photos, and um, we got we eloped, and we got married on the top of Telluride Mountain, and it was, you know, just we decided a day before that we're going to go do this. And so we had a photographer come with us, and we just, you know, woke up and went and had breakfast and like, okay, let's just go up to this pretty spot. And we just, we didn't have any, we did it ourselves. We just married ourselves because you can do that in Colorado. So it was just the two of us with a photographer. So we got the pictures back. Wait, 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 wait. You get to just like do that yourself. You don't need like a minister or anything like that? Not in Colorado. Oh, that's so cool. Good job, Colorado. And you say, I, yeah, sure. Sounds like a great idea. And then you're married. You just have to go get a, you know, a license first. You can literally go in, get a license, and you could do it right there in front of the clerk and just say, will you marry me? Yes. And then both sign it and hand it back to her and you'd be married. Oh my goodness. That easy. But we decided to do it up on the top of this mountain. So we get the pictures back and I just kept feeling like, I was like, what time did we get married? Like, I don't remember because we went out to breakfast and then we had to get on the gondola and, you know, go up there and just didn't really know how much time we'd been up there. And <clears throat> so when we got the pictures back, I was like, okay, when you put the ring, when we put the rings on each other's fingers, like what time was it? And we looked at the timestamp on the photos and it was, I'm like, I bet it was like 11, 11, but it was 1144. So that means something to me. I'm like, I feel like that's significant. It was random. It's not like we planned it. We didn't plan to be there at a specific time. It just kind of happened. 
And I just feel like it's to me because I pay attention to numbers. It's just another confirmation that, you know, that I married my twin flame and the angels were there watching. And didn't the gondola number that you took on the way down, wasn't it number 11? Yeah, it was that we were sitting, well, we were sitting in, we got in number 11 at one point. And as I looked around me, I saw gondola number 33 and gondola number 34 were like right next to us, just the way that they were wrapping around. It was just, it just seemed like the number 11 followed us all around that weekend. Okay, but explain why 33 and 34 are important to you. Um, 33 and 34 always seem to show up uh, in my life. Just 44, again, being, well, just threes and fours in general. Threes being that um, I believe that threes are are Jesus or, you know, God is with you. um, Your angels are with you is four. So threes and fours are just significant to me. And the very first time that Brian and I went to um, Telluride and got a hotel there, our room number was 34. And it just, I don't know, it's just significant. Like when we went to get our marriage license and we had the ticket to, you know, you're next in line, it was number, it was number zero one three four. So just it just like those numbers just seem to follow us around all the time. So I feel like because I pay attention to that, my angels continue to give me confirmation that, you know, just I'm on the right path or that they're there and they're listening and, you know, I'm going, I'm doing the right thing. So it helps me. Yeah. I think Nicole, he's your twin you flame too. So much- <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I think Brian's your twin flame too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Nicole, you have so many visions you know, I don't, I don't have visions when I meditate like you do. You, I mean, you're, you, it's like you're dreaming, you know, I have really vivid lucid dreams at night, but not when I'm meditating. And, you know, so for you, I feel like they really communicate to you through your dream, through your meditation visions, you know, and, and to me through numbers and just, you know, my gut feeling. Yeah. And, and we're going to have to do, I am very skeptical on the twin flame thing for, from many reasons and, and stories that you guys have told me in the past. I'm super skeptical on that. So we definitely should do a podcast on that one of these times. Yeah, we can totally do a twin flame. Um, well, the, the skept the mayor of Skeptic Town, he believes in twin flames too. Oh, does he now? Because I don't, I don't believe maybe, it. So maybe far. we need to have Brian on during a twin flame he's episode. Right he's oh. right here. Hi, everyone. Oh, <laughs> well, look, of we have a he's on board with surprise. the twin flame thing. You well, okay, when when we first started talking about it, you know, in you know, it, it's it's to me, it's information, and it's and it's what you know. And I've always known it as a soulmate. Um, but when I, you know, when I first described it to Lisa, you know, what she said, you're not my soulmate because a soulmate can be anybody, and you can have lots of different soulmates. But for people like me, and presumably you, Michael, we. We don't know all the different variations, so soulmate is the easy word, but when she started describing what a twin flame is, it was exactly what I thought a soulmate was. So what I understood the soulmate to be, that was really what a twin flame was. So to me, right now, it's semantics. Gotcha. I don't believe in soulmates either, so... (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't believe in love. <laughs> that could be part of it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, we'll, we'll save it for another podcast. But yeah, I mean, some of the, like, the things that I've heard just on what your guys' soap opera, uh, like, um, twin flame stories, you know, like, really? Because uh, no. we got married 90 days after. No, our- I'm not talking about you two. I'm talking mostly on Nicole's side, and she knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But, Oh, body snatchers and all that. Yeah, things like that. And it's like, guys, all right. You know, there's only there's only so much I can kind of accept. Yeah. <laughs> this is not one of them yet. And I, I'll, I'll put it in the word yet. But like uh, there's no I, I right now I'm like not at all convinced. Yeah. And that's OK. That's OK. 
Right. I think given the stories that you've heard, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. it, I, it's such a great story, Nicole. We're going to have to tell it at some oh, point. God. It's, it's a little out there, but I, it's, it's entertaining. So I think our listeners want to, want to hear it. Uh. <laughs> I know, but we don't want to, for- that, that's a, that's a that, but it is a very private story too. So whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with, but like it, it, it was part of the reason like my, definitely my current, uh, skepticism with twin flames. Yeah. And I honestly don't blame you one bit. Um, I would actually be shocked if it didn't. So, um, because that story that happened to me, it was, it rocked my world. It threw everything upside down and I didn't know which way was left, which way was right. Right. It just, it rocked all my foundation of faith. Like I just, it threw me, I, I, it rocked all my faith. It seems like when you abandon your the idea of twin flame, or at least who your twin flame was, and all that, that's when Brian showed up <laughs> for me. Like, See, and that's another I, thing. Okay, yes, we need to, we need to save this for another podcast because I got so much more to say on this. Okay, yeah, stuff. we'll 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 wrap it up there on the whole thing because yeah, lots to talk about there. Okay, so um, yeah, did you guys have anything else you wanted to add to this whole how to get guidance from your higher self, angels, guides, all that stuff? I always understood that angels are messengers. Uh, you guys are looking at more like they're more like guides. Um, is there a difference with that or do you believe in both or what? I think it's the same thing. Yeah, okay. I think it's the same thing. They're, they, they give you messages to, to help guide you. Fair enough. There you go. Yeah. Or play practical jokes on you. <laughs> Like science. Exactly. I guess I guess I guess Brian, science is a big fat practical joke. They have a sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um maybe our next podcast will be on Twin Flames. Uh well we'll let you know. We'll keep you posted to all our listeners out there. Uh thanks for listening today. If you haven't caught um, our YouTube channel, you may want to go to our YouTube channel and check out a video that Lisa and I have recently done that answers some questions that came in from all of you on the pineal gland episode with Heather Sartain, which was episode 10. Uh, We answered those questions and that video is on our YouTube channel, so you can check that one out. And as well, Lisa and I are gearing up for our trip to Arkansas and we're going to be doing lots of live video, almost like video diaries of what's going on. It's going to be an authentic road trip. We're sleeping in our car and uh, we're going to be going into some crystal vortexes. So that should be interesting. Uh, And yeah, (laughs) so uh, you can... Email us any questions, info at enlightenup.us. And for any more information, please go to our website, enlightenup.us. And if you haven't already, uh, please subscribe to us in iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, The more reviews we have, the um, more we understand what kind of job we're doing as well. It helps separate us from other spiritual podcasts and bring us up in the rankings so that we're easier to find. And uh, again, you can follow us for any other updates or little... um, side insights of knowledge or wisdom that we want to share with you on instagram facebook and twitter so that's it for today Uh, you guys have an awesome day and uh we'll catch you next time perhaps on twin flame episode (laughs) see ya bye guys bye